Welcome to Beholder's Eye Season 3. I'm Alex. I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. Evil has come to the Great Isle. Amidst a civil war, a holy war, and a threat of imperial invasion, only one group can bring this all to an end. One way or another. They are the Chaos Quartet. Zalara of Sin Ilnor. Blessed of Shamhara, world-protecting, elven druid monk. Garen Kelso, dimension-hopping vagabond, high elf bladesinger. A.P.U. Warforged fighter. Mole Urzog, cleric of St. Allegis. Who wants to let us know what happened last episode? Okay. So in the last episode, we arrived at a lovely manor in a beautiful uh, surrounding area with servants and food and drink. The drink seemed to make us light up and glow and gave us a load of benefits. Uh, the party inquired to Wick as to who he was, where he was from, and they learned that he's from Balindor, which is sub-empire of Crux in the load of bollocks that he made up, and that he... Um, just as after a story, and that's all he wants. He learned some interesting things about the party, like how Zalara dies a lot. And they then entered into the, I can't remember her name now. Umme. Umme. Umme's uh, manor, and were told to rest before dinner, and went to their rooms. That's right, and, um, and, and, uh, Ick, her. We're going through, I believe you had a book that you were going through. Yeah, so the book was, it ended with, and Cal picks up the book. I believe. Uh, you, you picked up the book and it had some of your life in it, your adventures as a great person to this point. And you were starting to see where your life could go and all of the magnificence of the stories you were capturing. All right. Everyone else is getting ready for bed or whatever they're doing. We didn't really, uh, we just kind of followed Cal up there. Cal slash Wicker. Who, um, uh, Zalara, I believe you mentioned going off to getting a bath and getting ready. Is there anything anyone else wanted to do specifically? Are we having a full long rest? Is that the plan? I will be casting Magnificent Mansion and hiding in my own subplane of this subplane. So I don't <laughs> trust this house. Is it possible to get so many subplanes deep like you explode the universe? Is that a way to take What's him it? out? <laughs> <laughs> well, full. Is is Magnificent Mansion an extra-dimensional space? Are we already uh, in an extra-dimensional space? Shouldn't that cause an explosion? You conjure <gasps> an extra-dimensional dwelling. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I mean... <laughs> that sounds like a DM question. Yeah, oh, I mean, look at you're making me think like five minutes into this game. Three minutes, damn you. We're just going by the don't put a portable hole into a um, bag of holding logic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. Explodes. Well, it's a portal, so it's just, it's like you're leaving the plane, but yeah. once you leave I mean, the house, you go back to it. So, like, it's on a different plane, I think, maybe. Very good reading. Yep. <laughs> the portal itself. Okay. So, yeah, no, they don't exist in the same area. It's just the portal is the only thing that does exist. You're right. So, good I, lawyer I don't know reading if... there, Ben. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, you create your own magnificent mansion portal. Go in there. Laura, um, 
you're you've got a nice room that you're led to off to the side of that room in a whole separate area off the suite you do see a uh, tiled floor with claw-footed bath that's already filled um to the temperature you'd like with the correct bubble to water ratio um these are specific specifications redundant because clearly i knew exactly what to ask for well, that's the whole thing. It's almost like they knew before you. Ah, perfect. Because I don't think Solaris ever had a bubble bath, but awesome. Right. Yeah. So even though it's a new experience, it's exactly how you would want this new experience. Yay. All right. So Zolara, you've got this ornate bath going, uh, everything in there. It, it's wonderful. Um, Mole, what are you doing? Um, Mole doesn't trust this place very much, but there's not much I can do about it, because I'm basically out of health and out of spells and out of everything. Um, I, th- I think Mole is going to uh, going to pray, because uh, they have uh, recently, at least, encountered a lot of really wild stuff, um, and especially with the whole, you know, seeing them being called a heretic thing. Uh, that would be that would be pretty important to them to kind of reaffirm their faith a little bit. Okay, you enter your room and it's not as ornate as Zalara's. It's extremely comfortable for you. You realize it's like a adult comfort level. The that, that kind of encapsulates the emotional comfort that you got from your spell and your your time at um, Kringle Falls when you were training to be a priest even have an oven in there that's similar to the oven that made the baked goods that would come out every sixth day um, at the the actual monastery itself. Um, and it seems to be cooking your favorite, whatever your favorite baked item was at that time. There's a little altar in there that's perfect, uh, a perfect replica to the one that you've made for your own personal dwelling. So it's like the exact level of, exact um, placement of everything, all of the icons and items. It's like you have your own you know, the prayer station that you kind of designed for yourself back in your own home tier down to the correct specification of like how far some of the items, icons are apart from each other. Like, it's just a perfect replication. That's wild. <laughs> um, I don't think that does much to, to soothe their uh, suspicions of this place. Um, that's, that's, in, that's crazy. Okay, <laughs> cool. All right, Garen, are, are you doing anything in particular? Um, I mean, nah, I think Garen has, hasn't has felt at home in a long time, and this is just like home. Um, so I think he's he's ready to relax and enjoy a bath and just pass out. Okay. All right. Uh, Garen, you enjoyed the bath. Upon entering your room, also very elaborate, very comfortable for you. Um, so maybe not as elaborate as some would think, but it's very comfortable for, for Garen's needs. Um, in there, one of the things that you do see leaning up against the wall, kind of highlighted almost as if it's a trophy, though it's up against the, a corner of a wall, you do see a broken staff. First, you don't think much of it, but looking at it again, you realize that his father Caning's staff, he never let go of. So it's looking at that, you have a quick flash to a memory of a battle with him where you actually did exact your revenge. I don't remember that, and yet I do. Wonderful. At least one of me gets his revenge. All right. Well, do your cleaning and resting, unless there's anything else you guys wanted to do, like post-bath, 
Okay, okay. You guys, you're cleaning, you're resting, all that good stuff. Um, and then wake up the next day. You can smell delicious food coming from downstairs kitchen. You can hear some laughter, birds chirping. The sun's still shining. It's still a nice, cool breeze outside. Seems to be an almost perfectly comfortable day. Exciting, the comfort. Mm-hmm. I would come out of my meditation um, bath only having lasted, you know, an hour or however long it took for the bath to get cold um, or prune up or what have you um, relatively early. So I think even though I know this isn't like Sinalor uh, or any part of our plane of existence, as far as I know, I would go out and try to like uh, find a tree or a garden or a forest if I could and try to like commune with Shamhara as much as I could, even if Shamhara technically really isn't this. Right. Yeah. After your, your bath and then your, your uh, meditation time, you do go outside and um, it is beautiful still. They, they are all around you is a forest. Um, it's a lush green forest. And that's one thing you've noticed that it is perfectly green in the way that seems almost uh, it's interesting. It's different. It's it's just it, you, when you look at the ground, you know, uh, when you look at actual grass, you see variations of color depending on where they are in the land and how much water they're getting sunlight to that particular patch of grass in this place it seems perfectly uniform as you're walking you should give me a give me a either an insights or an investigation or or even perception roll um dc 13 for all i'll go inside if it'll roll no i won't that's a 10 that is a nat one for me by the way wow um okay we're just thinking man this ground is really green it's really pretty and uh, it's super comfortable to walk on. I just, I'm loving it. And um, when I get to a suitable tree, I don't know what I'm looking for, but I know what I'm looking for. Um, I would sit down at the base of it, my back up against the side of it, and um, hold, I'm not going to pull it out because I know that like exposing the heart of Shamhara is generally a bad idea. But I'm going to like put my hand over the pocket that I'm keeping it in, and I'm going to speak to Shamhara. Um, I know that we are trying our best to do this and that you told me to direct you and I'm confused right now. I don't know if this place is real. I don't know Ume or anything about what's going on. Do you have any guidance for me here? And just sit there for as long as I need to to get an answer. Sure. As you're sitting there, tree that you're leaning against, notice you have a sensation behind you. Of a, at first it's just a light tapping and then sort of this pulsating you realize that the heart you have in your hand is beating slightly out of sync with the heart beating from the tree behind you as if to let you know in that moment that this pain is real and though you are communicating with Shamhara to Shamhara that's slightly out of step with the heart of Shamhara of your world interesting <laughs> I don't know what to take from that <laughs> okay um I really don't. I, I will take that as my answer, though, and I will then go back in to find the rest of my party. All right. Um, so who will everyone? You and Garen are the elves right now. So um, and Cal, you don't. Do you need the full four hour, or do you need a full eight hours, or just four? I need a full eight. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So let's go over to Garen. Uh, you also have the the shorter time period. So you've you uh, finish up with your rest. You're fully rested now. What are you All doing? Right. Um, so I'll have Xena uh, just kind of walking with me. Um, I usually just keep her in my cloak or whatever, but uh, 
she's comfortable too because it's kind of like home um and so we'll go and search out unme okay walk around and as you're looking for unme you just know she'll be and you uh find yourself on a path that's well built the ground it's actually a stone stone path that's been placed there you notice that everything is perfectly symmetrical and even um it doesn't like you would expect in in your plane where stone paths have been laid as the ground shifts of course those those stones kind of move and aren't lined up this has not happened here it's like a perfect path as if somebody had laid like some concrete under it and also that concrete never shifted with the ground either i mean it's just symmetrically perfect um not one blade of grass is crawling over onto the path itself it's in that perfect line um so you walk past that takes you into the forest which i've described as lush green uh, birds are singing and you see a figure unme standing there still cowled in front of a lake that is gleaming in the sunset in a br- or in the sunlight in a brilliant way. Also, as you get close to it, you can see through to the bottom as though you're looking through sort of a, a Caribbean, uh, you know, like you're looking at the sea in the Caribbean. I mean, it's just like perfectly clear, beautiful underneath. You don't see any moss, anything like that. It's just a beautiful, beautiful lake of clear, shining liquid. She stands there. You come up, not taking her eyes off lake itself. He says, Aaron, welcome. This is where I come for reflection. That's pretty good, considering there's no reflection in this lake. It's cute. I hadn't thought of it. Are Can we I dead? No, we're not dead. This just seems a little too much like, uh, I guess, heaven. I've never felt so calm, at least not in the past few years. Well, this could be not your heaven, but your life. Yes, I, I wouldn't mind staying here, but there is a job to do. And it must be done. You know it's the right job, though? I don't know much of anything, to be honest. I can guarantee... What if, what if you had guaranteed certainty? That it's the right job? Any that job it's not? you were doing. Well, I don't think that would be so fun. No, I leave. You would have clar- clarity. You would know the right move to make in all situations? I suppose, but... I don't know. The unknown is the fun part of life. Aaron, I thought you were one of my children. Do not hold faith in fate any longer? No, I do. And I know what's going to happen happens. But I myself would like to uncover that, not just know it. This is what we're showing you. The world you're living in is not filled with fate. There is no guarantee. It is a sea of chaos. You are riding one little droplet on a wave that's crashing into another wave of reality, thinking that it is all of existence. It will give you the land the shore, true ground to build upon, because you will know the way. All shall be faded. All shall be predetermined. You hold on. What makes you a person, of course? Life can be perfect, with reflecting and see-through, as this lake can be all things at once, guaranteeing you and showing you fate behind everything. I am very tired, and it would be nice to have that rest, that knowledge. But I think this is the course I'm on, not in this place, though it does seem perfect. I cannot abandon my family, and I won't. Only of your family. Well, the caravan, of course, is my family. And as long as Father Kinnig did not kill them, they are alive on the universe that we are trying to save. Which I realize sounds funny, considering we are trying to stop the universe, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And my mother 
she would not like me to just take the easy way out. She did not train me physically for all those years for me to just give up because it's the easy way. Did she also train you to strive even when it was even when there was no chance of hope? To show you a wall and say, beat your way through it to knock it down with your fists alone? Or when there was a tool, path, way to do it, did she show you the sledge to pick up and knock down that wall? You must realize that some paths are impossible. Some paths are simply the way. One must discern truth and the reality they've come to accept. Familiar is not always the true path. What is it that you are offering me? I'm offering you eternal life of happiness. An eternal life of joy. Your family is alive, and they are your family. The only difference would be a heartbeat off. Mm, I believe that's for another Garen. I saw the staff, and while it gave me joy, it was not me. But it was. It's the thing. You will be here, and that will be you. You have all that you desire. Can you imagine that? Being in a world where you knew no matter what decision you made was the correct one, because you had no alternative of a loving universe that wants everything within it to thrive, being magnificent, trying to pull reality and life from chaos to a land of order that makes sense. If faced with the light of truth can be a blinding flame to those on the path of evil, and those who don't know they're evil, or what looks to be a demon might be an angel, those corrupted by an evil world. You speak very prettily, and it does sound good. I will have to think on it. Yes, feel free to think on it. I would take some more time alone, if you do not mind. I have a large feast being prepared. I would like a little more reflection before I sit with you all. Of course, my lady. Good sir. He turns back to the lake. And I go back and just kind of walk around the, the mansion, I think. Okay, do you see the golden halfling uh, footmen all around, or the, the golden skin. Um, they're always very polite to you, offering you like little finger foods and things and drinks throughout the day. Um, since it's morning and they understand your condition, they offer you a lot of Bloody Marys. Um, <laughs> all right, let's cut to, um, well, let's see what's going on with, with Wick right now. Or excuse me, not Wick, uh, Cal, depending on what form he's in. Uh, in his own pocket dimension, but no one else but him can get into at the minute. He is, you know, dropped the sky self. He's relaxed. He's lounging around in his um, wine bar, sort of foyer area, eating some grapes from his servants and reading different tales that he's collected over the years and reading through the book. That is apparently his life. The book itself is credible, and you see what an amazing person you are, what an incredible life that you've had. And as you flip through the pages, Notice that those blank pages keep changing as you read from the past. So whatever idea you have that comes up as you're reading about some old adventure you were on and it sparks a new idea, follows that thread. Like it, it follows that thought process, it shows how you would be a hero if you followed that thread completely later on in the book. So it's almost like you're getting a, uh, it's almost like choose your own future, depending on your thought process as you're reading through your old exploits. Book follows those different paths, and you see all the multiple ways you'll be remembered for forever. When he's reading it, does he discern that this is potentially just made up fiction based on reality, or does he see it as like full reality? This is the story give an, fully. Give me an insight uh, check, please. Insight, that's 12. 25. Um, yeah, well, you get the idea that there's definitely some kind of deep magic going on. Um, that you don't necessarily fully comprehend or not even sure you could, but this does seem also has that touch of realness to it. 
You're noticing as you're reading these these future events that have not happened, also starting to get memories of them. You're starting to get sense memories, body memories. You can feel the events in your muscles and your bones. Interesting interactive story. <laughs> but that's that's what he's doing. He's sleeping, having fun, drinking, eating, and then reading this book during those eight hours. Um, all right. And then I'm assuming he'll come down. He'll come down, yeah. When we were meant to meet up, he would have X's his bottle, made it visible again, and then left the room. Yeah, cool. The book would be all on right. him. The book will be on him. Okay. All right. All right, Mole, what's going on? I think as soon as Mole gets up, he's going to be looking for whichever of the others he can find first, because um, he's kind of eager to leave. Okay. Um, Mole gets up, and as he comes, we'll say, down the stairs looking for someone, you do bump into Garen, who's um, got a glass filled with red liquid and a celery mm -hmm. stick in his hand. Garen, um, good morning. Sleep well? Yes, probably the best I've had in, in maybe my life. What about you? Um, yes, I, I, I slept fine. Um, taking that into consideration, then, I think we should all be ready to leave then, yes? I believe so. Mm. Um, Laura is walking out of the woods. See the two, two of your friends there speaking. I would walk up to them. Mm. Zalara, good morning. Good morning. Morning, I... I feel rested. Are you ready to continue on? Y yes, I am. I am eager to leave here. It is not quite right. The heartbeat is off. I yes. find it more disquieting how right it is in some ways. Like, as soon as Cal left that area, he would have transformed into Wick. Like, he would have entered back into this dimension as Cal. Okay. Your fire genasi, not friend, but recent companion, acquaintance, comes walking up. Ah, morning, oh. Good morning, Wicker. Did How you did sleep you all well? sleep? I had a lovely evening, thank you. Yourself? Not too bad. It's quite nice here. Mm. Yes. Good to see Good how night. the food is. What's up, Zalara? We've already eaten here, haven't we? We've been eating. We at least Garen drank something. Garen and Wick, Wick, Wicker did. Um, you but we had did snacky not. foods, not a meal, didn't we? Yeah. We had champagne or some some sort of drink. We, we all drank the drink. Of the Sparkle gods. like vampires. So. Yeah. Jordy, did you all drink it? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. all end up drinking it. All right, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. Mole and Solara hung back, but eventually did. That's right. Okay. Before right. we go, um, and I'll, I'll cast Rary's Telepathic Bond, and I'll include Wicker. Yeah, yeah, part of the club. Yeah. But like, just because, and this is in, in our heads, just because this is an unknown place. Oh, it, don't worry, Wicker, it's me. Um, he's, he's actively looking around like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's um, really bad at explaining himself. <laughs> yeah. Just this will help us talk amongst ourselves, if need be. This is the staring thing. Indeed. Welcome to the club. Now you can stare with us. <laughs> I was just four people standing in a hallway, staring at each other intently. You can say a lot with your eyes. Is this normal <laughs> than Calendor, then? Because they didn't do this in Balindor. I, I, would, I would doubt as many <laughs> magics are illegal in the Empire. That sounds boring. Oh, you could get interesting stories doing illegal things, so... Yes, but I, I, I doubt you would want to have the kind of stories that result of using magic in the Empire. But the church that made it illegal, then? Um, not so much the church, but kind of, I guess. 
Anyway, um, are we all ready to leave, or I, I don't know where where you are heading, Wicker, but I I, I am. You seem to be trapped on. in here, and if we're gonna leave, we don't. If we don't know when we're getting our next good meal, we might as well enjoy the entertainment our host is providing, and then leave more full and have supplies. We don't necessarily need to run out, do we? <laughs> I will be fully honest with you, Wicker. Um, I do not trust our host. Food and trusting someone is completely different, aren't they? Yes, but I do not fully trust that they have our best interests in mind, and we were in the middle of doing a very, very, very important task. Killing the universe thing you saw. I mentioned, you mentioned that before. That does sound important. Yes, if we do not accomplish our task, it will be our universe that dies. But where would we go from here then? Because we entered through a doorway into these, these field areas, but I don't remember seeing an exit. I don't really want to go back to those creatures that were fighting us before. I think we go to this meal to find Unme, and then we ask her to let us continue, as she promised. They? It? Him? I, I don't remember. Was she? Was it a female? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I believe she has good intentions but maybe a distorted view of who we are and this is again all in our heads i do not think she is evil or means us harm but maybe not understand exactly what mortal creatures are that's a kind view of it D does it appear there's no way out alex like did did the way we walked in like because i i had bolted up the stairs through the door obviously but like it does that way not exist anymore? Nope. That just led you to the middle of the forest. That will opening of the forest surrounding her mansion. Hmm. Okay. And the portal or whatever we walk through is gone now, right? It disappeared as we walk through. Do not worry about if we cannot exactly get out. If things come to a head, just stay within the arm's grasp of each other and we can make it back. But I think she will open the door for us, though probably be disappointed. Here are some chimes. Um, excuse me, you hear some bells chiming. It's almost like a, a church bell, but it's clearly a, a bell of calling. The doors open, and you see the footman again um, standing out there. He starts singing a song about how you should be their visitor, lead you inside on a magical... It seems almost out of, of context and, and very strange. Kind of like childlike and whimsical in a way, That depending on how you want to react to that, but that that's kind of the feel that they're giving is like... There's a song and dance number here that is extremely whimsical, clearly meant to put you at ease, but in a way that's very over the top. So they invite you in for the feast. Go in and get ready to eat. You can go in, take a seat. I look around kind of like on my guard, but not necessarily uh, hesitating, but completely stopping from going in. All right, you enter the uh, dining area. You see a nice long table. Plenty of foods are laid out on there across the uh, across this long table. The the chairs themselves are beautiful in line with the table. Very tall, very architectural, almost cathedral like. You sit in them though, um, despite their very rigid appearance. It's extremely comfortable. Um, so it both is meeting the architectural and visual demands as well as being exceedingly comfortable. Unme walks in. Does welcome. Enjoy the feast. She sits down at the head of the table. I look Delora. to the others and see if they're eating. <laughs> I'm, I'm eating. is not eating. Uh, I'm waiting for someone else to eat first and see if All right. the happens. Aaron's the canary. <laughs> <laughs> it's been right, a while Garen. since we had a new character. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Garen, as you eat, 
feel ma magical energy soar your body feels wonderful go ahead and give me a uh, give me anything um you're gonna go ahead and raise your hit points by 40 permanently one plus one to constitution plus one to intelligence negative one to wisdom <laughs> did you say permanently this is all permanent okay Ooh, Damn. i'm at a eight wisdom <laughs> <laughs> well everybody garen he says watching you eat how is the food? There seems to be some trepidation around the table regarding guarding it. Mm, do not worry. It is just in their nature. Uh, I feel wonderful. A little off. Good and bad. But I actually feel pretty good. Mind, Link. I would talk to Garen. Are you really okay? What's going on? Yeah, things are... I feel healthy. Um, I feel really <laughs> good. But What's the bad? Mm. I don't know. Something is missing. I, I cannot quite place it. You should really eat. Unme, I think we are ready to go. Out loud to Unme, obviously. Wick, Wick's going to eat. <laughs> the benefits are too good there. <laughs> Wick starts diving. What is Wick eating? Just out of curiosity. I'm like, what does he go for? Uh, he likes some chicken, a little bit of salad. Nothing too over the top, just nice and light if we're especially going to be traveling. Yeah, good, good like keto diet, a lot of protein. Yeah. Greens, yeah. All right. Uh, so once again, you get plus 40 to your health for your HP, plus one to your constitution, plus one to your intelligence, and negative one to your wisdom. All right. So all of you are, the two of you are not eating, Zalara and Mole. Mole is <laughs> definitely not eating. Okay. Something missing is not acceptable. <laughs> no. No. <Nope>. Sorry. <laughs> didn't have much of it to begin with so <laughs> right but you don't know what's missing and i'm not about to take that chance so yep <laughs> all right unme says of course i've shown you all of tastes of what life could be if you choose the right path but i am not your captor i mentioned before i'm here to give you energy to let you rest if you want to continue on this journey you do have a choice though this tower resides within tatoman they're not fully there your world of chaos influence this enough. Will is free. You may choose to leave. I can do nothing to stop you. Is that your choice? I look to the others for confirmation. And I'll, I'll stand up and I'll walk over to Unme and just kind of like kneel down, give her a kiss and be like, I'm sorry. I would love to stay, but I must go. Perhaps another of me will meet you soon. Your heart open, Garen. Path is narrow. The gate stands wide open. Thank you. With that, she says, I am sorry that the two of you uh, have not partaken. Uh, that is your choice. She snaps her fingers. You're all standing in just an empty floor of the tower. Looks exactly like the floor where you fought the um, Faratu people. Yet there's nothing there. She points across, uh, across the circular room of the tower to the stairs and says, you're free to continue. I will do nothing to stop you, though we'll do nothing more to aid you either. My magnificent mansion portal in that room as well, or? I guess that would still be there, actually. So the portal's hanging out. Does, what does that look like? I mean, is there an actual hole there? It's invisible at the minute, but it's just okay. like, I can make, if I'm in 30 feet of it, I can make it reappear as a sparkling light. So yes, you could. You'd be able to. I would like to look around and like really look carefully to make sure that this is actually the tower that we were in before <laughs> with a 23 you, for my perception check. You you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> Delara's All been right. through enough shit. She knows to be cautious. <laughs> Delara looks around the room and 
uh, does her investigation or, or at least uh, looking through everything, it appears to be the same. Well, Unmei, you seem to have made good on your promise. Thank you. Of course. Karen, remember, my door is always open. You can bring your friends. Thank you. The world awaits those on the correct path. With that, it just kind of fades into the darkness of the shadows of the tower and is gone. Well, I feel ready to take on a universe. How about you? As, as, as ready as I'll ever be. Shall we? With that, we'll call this episode.